What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Uh, good morning. Uh, doing well. Wonderful weather. We, we had like 40 or 50 degrees last night, something like that. It was almost chilly uh, with a little breeze. Oh, it was quite wonderful, which those are American units, by the way. Freedom units. So Freedom units? Yeah, freedom units. On paper only? Is that Fahrenheit. how it works? Fre- freedom, yeah. freedom units? Fahrenheit freedom units, you know. You know, people laugh when I say, yeah, that's a standard measurement system. Just, they just look at me and say, standard, huh? Yeah, because everywhere else is metric and <laughs> uh-huh. the only ones that it are on that. Imperial, yeah. It, it's, well, I mean, you know, every nation that's uh, been to the moon, we, we all use that, that measurement. Which, by the way, there is something <laughs> on the moon this morning. Well, about the moon, not on the moon, I guess. Uh, there is something that I saw. The United Arab Emirates will be sending spacecrafts to the moon. Are these uh, rovers or are these actual like people? Um, it just says they have plans to send an unmanned spacecraft to the moon in 2024. Uh, a top it's Emirati a official said on Tuesday. So the latest it's the latest gamble in the stars uh, by the oil rich nation that could see it become the fourth nation on Earth to accomplish that goal. They've got enough money to do so, quite frankly. I don't know why they don't have a space program. I mean, I, I don't see why not. Uh, They say it will be an Emirati-made lunar rover that will land on the surface of the moon in 2024 in areas that have not been explored previously by humans, Uh, Sheikh Mohammed wrote on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, he didn't elaborate on the location that the UAE plan to explore, which I wouldn't think so. Uh, but I tell you what, if they are one of the nations that's, I mean, and they show promise for the future, if they have an, a tendency to build themselves up, which clearly they have, and they somehow or another put a lot of money and research and development into uh, fusion reactors, then helium-3 mining, I mean, I, I could see it. Yeah, they could easily be a competitor in that world, if you will. Yeah, if they're looking to, I mean, you mentioned yesterday we were talking about, uh, you know, reducing dependence on fossil fuels. If the UAE decides that they're going to take their money that they've made on oil and transition into um, helium three, that would make sense. Yeah, that that would make sense. And then they could turn around and sell the petrochemicals to manufacture goods and services that we need. That that's actually that would be. wise on their part i think with, with the trends that the world's going uh, absolutely they, they definitely should go that direction anyway okay yeah just a side note so anyway uh continue on uh what what do you have this morning you, you got something good you got you got a couple of things this morning don't you yeah i've got a i got i got a few uh we'll, we'll start with something a little lighter yeah um and and the reason i picked this one is i i kind of thought it was funny because um i kind of i kind of enjoy watching the left eat their own because you can never be woke enough Right. So here's the headline. Chicago's historic LGBTQ plus Boys Town neighborhood renamed because the old name was not inclusive enough. So uh, there was a um, a resident. Uh, we would see here. I literally just looked up this guy to see if uh, his camp is last name. Devlin Camp. OK. Um, they launched a petition and an attempt to change the name um, camps uh, petition, which 
apparently caught the eye of the community's business alliance, noted that the gendered nickname is indicative of excluding lesbian, transgender, and intersex residents and visitors, according to Newsweek, by perpetuating the systemic transphobia, racism, and sexism that have plagued our neighborhood for decades. That was a quote. Um, so I, I just thought, hey, let's, you know, they give a name there. Let's see if we can't uh, identify them on Twitter or Instagram or something, you know. And lo and behold, the first one that shows up on the search is a um, gay dude out of uh, Chicago. So could easily be. The, the reason I looked is I thought maybe uh, this Devlin was actually a right wing type and was just trolling the left in this, you know, I thought maybe, maybe it wasn't legitimately left eating left, right? Maybe it was the right trolling the left and the left falling for it. Either way, it would have been hilarious. No, it's someone from the left um, saying it's uh, legitimately not uh, uh, inclusive enough. So uh, how now on it's earth being is renamed. that not inclusive enough? How, how, no, stop there. How, how on earth is that not inclusive enough? That meets all the identity politics criteria, doesn't it? Well, no, well, most it's, of it's Boys Town. That, that's the it's boys oh, boys, town. boys. So town. It's, OK, it's all right. So boys, they have yeah, to get yeah. rid of that. So like it has to the, be yeah. people town. Is, is that so inclusive so, enough? Well, now they're calling it um, Northolstead. How do you go from boys town to Northolstead? Where, where do they get? That? I, I have I, I have no idea where Northolstead came from. It's it's literally North A.L. Stead. So Northolstead, I'm, I'm guessing, is what it is. Man, these um, people have gone off the deep end. They they gone I off the deep end. No... I mean, they they have a, they have a serious mental issue, and they should have themselves checked. I mean, I I, I I've said Look, it before. It, I think 2020 would be a a world that's a normal place to a schizophrenic. Yeah, it, it really would. Uh, I mean, look, specifically when it relates to transgenders, and they they have this um they they don't know what gender they are. You know, they they can't. Look, look, look down at their um, private parts and determine which gender they are. That's called gender dysphoria, right? That that's a clinical term that they're now shunning and saying, oh, that's not inclusive. That's bad. It's not bad. It's not wrong to be or, you know, it's not. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. All right. I I guess do whatever you're going to do, I suppose. I mean, we'll, well, I guess we'll have to change all this stuff back whenever we put these people back in the box. Go on. What's your next uh, what's your next thing? That, if that wasn't crazy enough, what, what do you got next? Okay, so this one, this one is serious or more serious. So there's been reports. I've seen a lot of anecdotal ones where people on, on social media are posting uh, pictures of their absentee ballots. Now, these are not mail-in ballots that people are getting. These are the ones that they specifically requested, you know, an absentee ballot. This is this is a more secure way of voting than the mail-in, okay, um, which we've had absentees for a long time. They're they're receiving their ballots. The problem is the name on the return envelope and the name on the ballot itself differ. So in other words, uh, it would it would not. I'm getting an envelope that says, you know, the return envelope says um, Johnny Anderson and mine said, you know, my signature is obviously Bruce Adams. So I can't send it in like they won't count my vote. Because of that discrepancy, the the signature does not match the name on the envelope. So literally, uh, New York uh, specifically has a hundred and forty thousand reported cases of this. Um, by the way, should we also mention that uh, the what was it two thousand election? I believe it was when uh, we we had the hanging chads, if you were, if you will. That was uh, that was over three hundred and fifty votes. Not not three hundred and fifty thousand votes. Three hundred and fifty votes. 
Um, so that was that was basically the catalyst or the the main thrust of of why Bush won the election. So one hundred and forty thousand. Uh, that that's that's a bit bigger of a number, but we don't have fraud or anything. You know, there, there's there's no 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 problems here. No, nothing wrong here. No, I I can't imagine we would have any fraud. What is this fraud you speak of? What what is all this? I mean, our legi- our elections are legitimate. I mean, we, we don't have any issues with those. We don't have any issues with like ballot harvesting. We don't have any issues with which. By the way, I found out that's legal in Minnesota. If you didn't know that that's legal. It's just the way they went about it is a little illegal. Just. Yeah, it's like there, there's a legal way to do it and then there's an illegal way to do it. But OK, just keeping with your. Well, there's 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 a video of that specifically with with that one that you're talking about or uh-huh. some video in that we could play the video. The problem is it's in uh, whatever Somali. Somalia language, Somali. Yeah. It, so it, we would have to read the translation to you. But basically, in a nutshell, what what the dude is saying, I have 300 ballots here for so and so. Uh, I forget who it was, which candidate yeah, we, it was. Uh, Jamal Omar. We we read the uh, we, yes. I read the transcript. Yes, that's what I, I read the transcript yesterday. That's right. Which yeah. which it was in I, Somali. I well, he was yeah. speaking it in Somali, but we well, I read the. That's why we didn't play it because right. we had the transcript. Right. So um, it, it, turns out those ballots are actually um, they were empty. Those three hundred ballots weren't actually filled out. So in other words, they harvested those ballots before the the recipient actually acquired them. So it'd be like following the mail carrier and grabbing them from the mailbox before the owner, homeowner grabbed them. So you, that, that, that is allowed, illegal. Are you saying you're not allowed to do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying you're not allowed to do that unless you can get away with it. Now, if you if you can do it and not get caught, then technically it's not illegal. It's only illegal when you're caught. I'm also not saying you should go out there and do that. that. That was satire, just for the record. Well, we know that there's enough funny business going on with elections anyway. So, you know, we... Um, we're the only nation that doesn't have, uh, as far as I know, I think we're the only, we're the, well, we're the only Western nation that doesn't even have any voter ID laws. We're the only one. So, uh, yeah. How, how can you trust any of this stuff? How, how can you? But, and then we're I mean, changing, is- we're, we're changing our election process like a few months before the actual election. What the hell are we thinking? Like, seriously. I mean, we, we know what the funny business is going on. We, we get it. But why are the American people like, yeah, this is a good idea. We should do it because COVID. we we're going to talk talk about some numbers here later today on on COVID and um, <laughs> yeah these these mail in ballots uh, it, it's a, it's you have a pretty good chance of surviving if you do catch it just just throwing that out there just a little preview you have a pretty good chance of surviving yeah. I think it's it's a it's it's more than fifty percent uh, chance of of survivability just to kind of give you an idea so yeah just, all this you know it's a flip of a coin you know you, you might or might not you know yeah just, just yeah but I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, it's it, honestly, in some cases, I think it could be depending. Yeah. If you have like, if you're obese, have diabetes and also have like asthma or yes. something. Yeah. But there's no reason in a nutshell, there's no reason why we shouldn't be opening schools. There's no reason why we shouldn't be voting in person. There's no reason why we shouldn't be getting back to life as normal. There's no reason based on the numbers we have out of the CDC, I might add uh, later on today. So be sure and check that out. Among other things we got today, we're going to talk a little bit about the debate, upcoming debate. Although by the time people are hearing this, the debate will have happened last night. So we're going to give perspective today and we're going to give perspective uh, in a couple of days or uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, actually, we're going to be doing uh, we're going we're going to be talking about nothing but the debate stuff uh, first thing in the morning. So we're going to be putting some clips together, uh, which I'm assuming you'll have some of those together by the time I get back, because I don't know how late I'm going to be. Hopefully, yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah. You got anything else this morning? Um, no, that pretty much covers it. Unless you want to talk about some neo-Nazis in the Nordic region. (sighs) Really? Are they up there? Uh, Seriously? (laughs) Apparently there's been some groups and this has been happening for years. Give it a rest, you hacks. Stop it. Ridiculous. Go, go back to whatever dwelling you came from, will you? Idiots. Yeah. I mean, that, that nonsense. Okay. Let's talk, uh, let's talk masks, right? Because we're, I mean, we're going to talk about your chances of falling victim to this later. Because I mean, you you need to wear a mask, Bruce. You, you need. Are you, oh, have you been wearing your mask? You, do you do you I have, have your my mask? mask I, mean, I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, don't have I, mask I got mine here. here. Yeah, okay, so I, I got mine here. So mm-hmm. there's a pretty good chance that I might be able to survive it with this one. But mm-hmm. as I toss it off to the side, ridiculous mask patrols in New York City. We've talked about the draconian nonsense they got going on in New York City with all the business closures and uh, the uh, the communist mayor up there, De Blasio, talking about how they're going to be putting in um, $10,000 fines for people that break quarantines and $2,000 fines for people that refuse to uh, sign the uh, the medical forms in entering the island of uh, Manhattan. And uh, well, actually, I think it's just New York City in general, but the key entry points into the city, such as George Washington Bridge and a couple of other uh, train stations, uh, they're going to have you fill out these forms. If you don't fill out the form, you're paying $2,000 right there. And if you go into quarantine and you break that quarantine, you're fined 10,000 bucks. So why would you go to New York? Everything they're doing is to discourage people from even going there, let alone doing business there. I don't even think like they started to reopen indoor dining, but now they're rolling back on all that stuff. We talked about lockdowns that are coming back to New York over what? Over what? Over the numbers we're going to talk later on this afternoon? Insane. Insane. New York City is now going to crack down on people that refuse to wear face coverings. Now, see... We talked about uh, here's the deal. Okay, so just just on a side note, okay, and I'm going to mention this later on this afternoon tomorrow because of all the stuff that's going on with these, uh, you know, these these masks and all this nonsense. We're going to re-release tomorrow two very important podcasts that we did. We're going to release the psychological trauma of public health in which specifically we talk about masks and what the agenda is behind them. And we're also going to talk about real science or a real cult? Are we dealing with real science here based on these numbers and these procedures? Or are we dealing with a cult-like mentality? So you must, like I've said before, I know we have a lot of new listeners. I I know we have a lot of new subscribers. Welcome to everybody. We're going to re-release those tomorrow. We're going to release both of them tomorrow. So you're going to get three podcasts tomorrow. But it is imperative that you check that out uh, because we go into detail. And as far as I know, I don't know of anyone else that's actually putting it together the way that we did. So uh, please be sure and give those a listen tomorrow. So today, Mayor de Blasio announced that they're going to crack down on wearing masks. Okay, so patrols are now going to start issuing fines for people that refuse to wear masks in public. So they're going to issue fines for refusals to wear masks after being offered one. So if you're offered one and you say, no, thanks, I'm fine. Well, you're going to get fined. They're testing this in the uh, emerging hotspots, which, by the way, those are the biggest Orthodox Jewish communities, I might add. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, that's just I, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not significant or anything that there is a uh, that there is a uh, an authoritarian mayor up there that is specifically going after uh, Jewish communities and forcing them to wear something under penalty of the law. I'm sure that that doesn't have any bearing on any kind of historical reference or anything that you could make in Western civilization in the last hundred years. I'm sure it doesn't at all. Does it? No, 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 that, that, no of course not. No, no. See, yeah, 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 the, the people see if they were out there saying it was a protest 
and they and they were they were saying it was you know for for um you know black lives matter or something of the they would be it'd be totally fine oh, the, yeah, the virus fine. wouldn't affect them at all you know no, but they're no, not out there doing that so right, clearly right. the virus is going to affect them right well you know something bruce to be fair social justice that that is the bigger health crisis here that that is the bigger health yeah. crisis yeah so, racism is a far deadlier disease than covid-19 it is. we we it have is. To, you know and you've got to crack down on it. You know, you, you've just you've got to you, you have to fight hard on it. Nine zip codes in the city are now seeing a spike in COVID-19 cases. Uh, the mayor announced during a Tuesday morning briefing that there will be a lot more community outreach. Oh, yes. Community outreach. Yeah, you know what that means. In those areas, including hundreds of so-called Trace Corps members, Trace Corps members, you hear this? And hundreds of additional city agencies working in the neighborhoods. Patrols will start issuing fines for those who refuse to wear masks even after being offered a free mask and a warning that not wearing one will result in a fine. That will happen aggressively. This is a quote. That will happen aggressively. Clearly, our goal, of course, is to give everyone a free face mask and get them to wear it. So you got to force people to be in the cult. You got to force people to be in that. You got to force people to shut their mouths and do what they're told. That's what it is. We're going to aggressive. This is going to happen aggressively. Clearly, our goal is, of course, to give everyone a free one. No, see, we're, we're going to offer you to join us. We're, we're going to offer you to join us. And if you don't, well, then we're going to we're going to stomp on you and you will join us. You, you see how this tactic works? So who's instituting this? Like, is it is it their legislative branch or is it just the mayor saying we're going to do this? I'm pretty sure the at, 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 as what I'm gathering right here, it says um, it looks here like the mayor is doing it just out of, you know, illegality huh. pretty much is, is what it is. The mayor so, announced so that the city's. Well, he's, he's partnering with the health department on this, obviously. Uh-huh, uh, and he announced uh-huh. the city's health department has ordered non-public schools, non-public schools. Oh, could this be a dig at, at private schools or Catholic school, possibly? Huh. Uh, and child care centers to close if they do not follow the commission's order on health safeguards. Well, according to what's going on in most northeastern states right now, New England states, those are pretty much impossible to follow no matter what you do. The city also reported that, oh, but see, public schools are fine, though. Pu- public schools are fine. Th- those are fine because they control the agenda in the public schools. The city also reported that COVID-19 test positivity rate topped at 3% on Monday. The mayor warned that if the situation continues to deteriorate, that the city will prohibit all gatherings that are not very small and businesses that are deemed non-essential. There's that word again. will have to close again. He's so compassionate. He cares so much. He, he cares so much about all this that he's his quote is actually this. He says, no one wants that to happen if it can be avoided. No, no one wants that to happen. Right. Least of all him. Right. Least of all him. If it does have to happen, we will target it as carefully as possible. At this point, it is a situation that is very serious and we have to consider all options on the table. I, I, I the, the words I want to use, I cannot use. Um, yeah, we're under terms of service. Here. We're under terms of service. Yeah. Can you? Can you? We'd have to change our listing if you use those words. And, yeah. and I agree because I I want to use those words too. You know, I, I want to use those because yeah. I I don't have I don't have the um I, I'm not sure if I get on a tirade about this this uh, this fool up there in in New York. I'm not sure I'd be able to stop myself. And thank God we're not doing this live right now because um we we do have control of the edit uh when it comes down to that but um yeah, yeah i i agree i don't think that uh, i would be able to control the words that i have to express my distaste for this individual how difficult is it to um replace a mayor i wonder or you know to to have well, them resign 
and have a special you can, election. You can recall or you can recall a, a mayor or a governor or anybody as far as any any elected official. We have a recall process so you can recall them. But here's the problem. You recall them. It costs a lot of money to do that. That's the first thing. The second thing is you have to have the election. And of course, with everybody as scared as they are, for God knows whatever reason, with all this hysteria that they're paying attention to, the election results, you can't go with them at the moment. Because even if it was a special election, of course, with all the hysteria around voting in person now, are you even, are you even going to be able to have it? But then again, there's no guarantee you're going to be able to get rid of them. That's the problem with recalls is you get them again and then you're stuck with them. So yeah, yeah. So in this case for New York, just for clarification, a local office requires a petition with 30% of the last vote for that office signatures. So you need 30% of the, the votes from last um, last election cycle to sign the, the petition. So um, it, it's a fairly, fairly substantial bar. Um, whereas if it's a senator, for example, or a governor... Um, that's only 20%. Bottom line, this guy hates business. He hates capitalism. He's a, he's a Marxist for God's sake. I mean, who goes on, who goes out there and gives a uh, gives a public radio statement and talks about the bourgeoisie? Who says that other than a Marxist? Who says that? I mean, for crying out loud, th- this guy is no friend of business. I mean, he, hell, he went down to Chinatown after the first round of lockdowns and a grocery store owner walks up to him and says, hey, we're hurting down here, man. What are you doing with all this lockdown yeah. stuff? We depend on the business here. And you know what he says? That's uh, just the differences of opinion. And he turns his back on the grocery store owner in Chinatown. Yeah, real man of the people. Absolute scumbag is all he is. He, he is. Th- this guy is if there is filth in the streets, this guy is is 10 centimeters below that. OK, that, that's where this guy is. I, I wouldn't even put him 10 centimeters above. You know what? I'm not going to say it because I, I said I wasn't going to say it. I, I'm not going to get on this tirade about this guy because th- this guy's a bum. This guy's a bum. And every New Yorker knows it. Every New Yorker knows it. I, I listen to people calling into radio all across New York, across Staten, you know, the boroughs, Staten Island, Bronx, Queens. And, and this guy's hated. He's hated up there in the street. And so how he's getting elected, it's got to be massive voter fraud. That's the only thing I can think of it, it's, it's got to be massive voter fraud. The average voter out there in New York, I mean, th- th- this guy's hated. I mean, I don't know of a single person in New York. And then, you know, the New York type, right? I mean, I, I spent time up there. I worked up there around around New Yorkers. Great people. Very diverse group of people, but friendly people. Some people not so friendly, but that's New York, right? To, to quote um, a line from a movie, uh, being miserable and treating other people like dirt is every New Yorker's God given right. But uh, for for the most part, I mean, New Yorkers are, are, are pretty decent people. You know, I, I got I got nothing against them. I, I love people from New York. I love my time up in New York. Had a great experience up there. But uh, but this guy, th- this guy doesn't represent New York. Th- this guy's a piece of garbage. He, he doesn't represent what's best in the city. He doesn't represent business. He doesn't represent the people. He, he's trash and he needs to be thrown out. I, I'm curious. Uh, so typically being someone in the in the Midwest, um, southern Midwest, the, the image that we kind of have of New Yorkers kind of is the um, uh, we'll say classic mafia types, but modernized, you know, you do kind of the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm where where are they? They're 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 kind of the bullish type, right? Giuliani. Why, why aren't they standing up? Giuliani. Yeah, Julie. If so, you didn't know, Giuliani took down the families, if you will. You oh know, yeah, the, yeah, so yeah. When, when you get rid of when you get rid of that crowd, you know what I mean. 
when mm-hmm. you get rid of mm-hmm. them, then they're the ones that would keep the politicians in check, right? I mean, you would do right by the community. Now, you can argue about uh, wise guys up in New York, and I, I mean, I, I'm not saying anything about them, but you, you can argue that's a different kind of um, atmosphere, let's say. But you know what? Largely back, you go back, you know, 40, 50 years, uh, you know, hell, even longer than that, 60, 70 years, you go back 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, you didn't have this kind of behavior going on in New York. Why did you not have this kind of behavior going on in New York? Because it was bad for business. The businessmen, I'll just leave it at that. The businessmen in New York at that time had businesses there, right? They had legitimate businesses, restaurants, uh, butcher shops, coffee shops, cafes, all that kind of stuff. They were providing a service for the community, grocery stores, all that stuff. And there was no funny business going on out there in the street. And there was no uh, there was no messing around causing problems at the top in the political structure to cause business in the, in the street to lose business. Why? Because it was bad for business. The old the old guys and, and the wise guys used to hang out in doorways, down the sidewalks and things like that. They'd be sitting out there in front of their business and nobody would be messing around. No one would touch you going down the street. No one would get mugged. No one would get robbed. On average, right? I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. Every, you know, wouldn't happen. But on average, would happen. No one would steal a nickel off the street. No one would break into your car. No one would steal your stuff. Why? Because it was bad for business. And and the the wise guys knew this. So uh, you get rid of that, right? You take that down. Now you can argue what they do behind the scenes. I mean, that's not my business. I don't care, right? I don't want to know. But nonetheless, it was a safe place to raise your family. It was a say you can argue the the legality of of what those uh, those organizations do, whatever. Uh, that's not in question here. But you can argue which is the bigger criminal in this case. I would argue you had better communities and better standards in the city under the wise guys than you do this fool sitting up there in office now. That's that's my argument to that. Yeah, and, and unfortunately that that does seem the case. You know, I I'm not obviously don't want the extortion and whatnot that came from that time period, but nonetheless. Uh, to your point, the the politicians more or less like it, it the 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 community for the average person was better because you know it, it was it was good for business whatever was good for business really it was good for the community as well I mean for example lower taxes hello lower taxes is great for everybody like that encourages businesses to grow you know so yeah you know it's kind of and honestly that's what people are advocating for when they say defund the police you want to defund the police all right then your locale is going to have a mafia style group that's going to come to power and they're going to be the ruling body of the area and that's going to be the way it is everywhere where they they defund the police i agree we are out of time this morning bruce so we are going to have to end so thanks for sitting down this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these topics more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning